Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! I am Emma Davenport. And I am Lady Attercup. And I have no idea what to talk about. Um, I, I know it. I have, a, I have a query for you because oh. we were talking about this earlier off air. Oh. And so now I have a question. What? It's the, it's the five bands deserted island question. Oh. What? With a twist. Oh. So... If you could only, if you could, if you had to list five bands that were going to be on the Clockwork Cabaret, or or musicians, you know, can be a solo act, can be a robot. What five musicians would you choose if if you had to limit the discography of the Clockwork Cabaret? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, that's okay. I got it. I got it. It's so easy. Because it is the band. Because we already our, talked about this. Offer. Yeah. Well, no. It's also <laughs> just in general for the musicians that we we obsessively play a lot, and then and then we miss them when we don't play them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, or just Nick Cave in any variety. So well, that saying, would, yeah, Nick Cave, Nick Cave, and that includes the Bad Seeds and Grinder Man. Yeah, and the birthday party and. Oh yeah, birthday boys next door and all that stuff. So everything that involves Nick Cave, then you got Tom Waits, uh huh, and then I'm gonna say Walter Sickert and the Army of Broken Toys, because no surprise there, because we play them a lot and I love them. Then Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say they might be giants because they are prolific, and I have rediscovered them, and once again have to have found that there is a song. For everything, no matter what it is, there is always a song. And then one, two, three. All right, Tom Waits. I know. One more. I, I had I had a fifth one. Who was the fifth one? Oh, oh. Tiger, who, Tiger Lilies. Yes, and Tiger Lilies, because that is the band that I love. They have a, a large discography, and most of their music we can't actually play on the Clockwork Cabaret because it will probably offend someone. <laughs> It will definitely offend. Sometimes it offends me, but I enjoy Uh all of it. It's always good. So those would be the five bands that I I would. They have urine. (laughs) Yes, urine palace. Just the name alone. Just alone. That that out the album title. But (laughs) yeah, those would be the five that the Clockwork Cabaret. I mean, I would if I could add more. It would be like. 
Kate Bush and Biscuit had the Biscuit Badgers. And well, well, I was just like, gonna say, like you have to, you have to wait because I yeah. was gonna do five bands. Okay, so what are your five bands that weren't you didn't list? Oh, okay. Because I was gonna just play it on, in, you know, advanced mode, and you okay. just did two of the bands I had. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Damn you! No, all right. So um, what? What would be the advanced mode? I was mode? gonna say, go go Bordello. Mm-hmm. Always good. Yes. Uh, the Decemberists, because that gives us the whale song and all mm. of their discography. Nina Hagen. Because mm. I just always want more Nina Hagen in my life. Biscuit Head and the Biscuit Badgers, oh, of yeah. course. Yes. And then I was waffling on the last between Kate Bush and Susie and the Banshees, but I feel like we play Kate Bush more. Yes. So I was leaning more towards Kate Bush. Yeah. 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 Because we, <laughs> because we will never again have have a, have a gig where we don't play Wuthering Heights so we can do interpretive dance to it. Well, th- that's because... Because it's Heathcliff, it's me, it's Kathy, I've come home. Well, it's also because there's, there is a level of, like, I don't know if our, I'm sure our listeners understand that we are both of a certain age. <laughs> An and, old age. Yes, we're, we're both of a certain age and after a certain age, you just don't have any more fucks to give about no. about getting out onto the dance floor at at parties, at events, or at clubs. Because who are you showing off for? You're not showing off. You're not showing off for anybody. You're just going out there because you enjoy the music and you want to dance. And Kate Bush right. is one of the is one of the musicians that when it gets when Kate Bush gets played you just go out there and you dance your heart out because there there are no wrong dance moves to no, Kate Bush no and i have i have witnessed young teenagers <laughs> laughing and gawking at us as we are uh-huh. doing it and it's still i don't care because i have reached that point in my existence where i don't you're you're a child. I don't. So, I don't yeah, care. That happened, at the, that happened at one of the Clockwork Falls. They were like, "Oh, can you teach us to dance like that?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I can! Get on the floor!" Oh, like, you're waving your arms like you're suffering from internal turmoil because this is the part where she's a ghost at the window. Yes. Pretend you're like, a okay. wind. And they and they played along for a little bit, but then they got weirded out yes. and left. And I was just once again left to my own devices. And I'm like, children, yeah. you. And not shame me. Yes, yeah. Do it's you also, not see what I am doing here? It's also one of those things. To be fair, I did the same thing when I was in high school and would go to high school dances. I've just come back around to it. Like there was a brief, <laughs> there was a brief period in my in my early twenties where I was embarrassed by my love of interpretive dance and weird music and and flailing around on a dance floor. And I was shamed out of it. And then I reached my 40s. Actually, no, I reached my 30s, to be fair. I reached my uh-huh. 30s. And then I went, Why? who, what am I doing? That? Who cares? Who Nobody cares. Shit? I'm not trying <laughs> Who's to. looking at me and going, oh, yeah, there's the person that's going to dance real good on the dance floor. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I don't care. Biologically, like, I'm the whitest person most of the people listening to this podcast know, and that is saying something. Yes, yeah. And so with that... From a pure genetic standpoint. 
Yeah, and with that, I feel very much that, you know, that phrase of what, dance like nobody's watching? I say dance like everyone is watching and just lean into it. Yes, yeah. It's more of like... The shame got burned out of my soul when I was in middle school because I was in public school in Florida and I was a ginger and there was just so much to make fun of. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at some point, either you kill yourself or you just stopped caring like because your soul is dead. And what happened to me is soul death. So, you know... (laughs) Hey, hey, a happy story. <laughs> that's that's a perky. That's a perky. I mean, that's a perky like, whale. <laughs> so, I was a buck tooth ginger with a lisp. Like, come on. Yeah, well, the, the the fact that you may, managed to make it to adulthood is amazing. A buck tooth bow-legged ginger with a lisp. Oh. Like, like, yeah, I made it to adulthood. You, there is nothing you can do to embarrass me because it's already happened. I guarantee it's already somebody meaner than you has tried and she was a 13 year old girl so you can't embarrass me many more than a 13 year old girl can that's because 13 year old girls are horrible they will like as the old John Mulaney joke is like they'll find out what you're sensitive about and dig right in I survived middle school. You can't. You there's. You can't come for me. That's why trolls don't work on me in the internet. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you think. Do you think you're actually upsetting me? You are not. Come on. There's also yeah. There is the level of. I once had a mall bang on purpose. You can't shame me any more than my yearbook shames me back to my face every time I flip through it. Oh. Mall bang, really? Is that the is I, that the claw? Yeah, the claw. Oh. I, 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 for one brief year, I had a claw, and the problem <gasps> with the claw is that I have fine hair, so it automatically doesn't want to hold anything. And also, I lived in Florida, which is full of humidity, so it was like a full can of like you know, yeah, Aquanet then, on there just to keep it in some kind oh. of shape. And I didn't know how to what to do with hair because I was the oldest sister of brothers. Oh, so my yeah. mall bangs weren't good. They, not only were they sad because they were mall bangs, they weren't even good mall bangs. Oh. Like, I didn't have that good ocean Well, see, we waist. had mall bangs in high school, but that's because I lived in Vermont, and we're, and Vermont was like a decade behind everybody else. Hmm. So there, there were was still, still mall bangs holding on when I was in... I, I, I feel like there were still some holdovers of mall bangs when I was in middle school or high school. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah. They were hanging on to their... I mean, again, again, you can't shame me. I wore acid-washed jeans of my own volition. Come on. Did you wear the double scrunch socks? No, because... Or or the t-shirt with its own little pulley thing, so you had the little oh, ring Oh, yes, thing. no, you had the little t-shirt, the, t-shirt the little um, ring. What was that, it? Like a... I don't know. It was <laughs> like a little t-shirt. belt... It was like a little belt thing, and you put a t-shirt you pulled, buckle. Yeah, you pulled your t-shirt through that oh, buckle. I had a t-shirt buckle. You oh, did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I wore some t-shirt buckles. I also wore shoulder pads. Oh, and for those of you who don't know me in real life, I'm built like a linebacker. Yeah, shoulder <laughs> pads just make her look bulk. just make her look like Auntie Entity from yeah, from beyond. I was coming for some people in the halls. They were getting out of my way. <laughs> no, I actually used to cut the uh 
I used to remove the shoulder pads out I, of I everything. I removed the shoulder pads because I got it, sick of them like hitting me in the ears. You I know. just did not like the square. I didn't like the shape. <laughs> I'm already shaped like that. Like, I don't, I don't need this. Actually, honestly, because I have this problem to this day where most women's uh, shirts do not fit over my bulk. Uh, yeah, no, cutting the shoulder pads out gave me that extra couple of inches of space that so that I could bring my arms down and that it wouldn't <laughs> gap in the front if it was a button-up shirt. So, like, I was all like, yeah, cut these out. All of a sudden, I could wear this top. I, yeah, I had tits by the time I was 12. You, you want to talk about killing your soul? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I... boy that I've... doesn't know what to do with boobs. Yeah, no, you can't tease me in any way that's meaningful. It's fine. That's, yeah, no, and that's why 13-year-old girls... Of laughing at a, a la laughing at adult people dancing mm -mm. ridiculously to Kate Bush does nothing for us because ain't gonna hurt me life has already hurt us enough <laughs> <laughs> and with that I'm pressing a button what will become of me when I will become of me What will become of me when youth has forsaken me What will become of me Hey. 
1915 There began an era of unpredictable weather It did not lift until 1851 You remember 1816 as the year without a summer June 1816 A sudden snow storm blankets all the countryside So Mary Shelley had to stay inside and she wrote Frankenstein Oh 1816 was a year without a summer Oh, I must get a little hand put on that watch. 
Hi, it's about time you were tuned into Mad Boss Radio. Always the best coming out of the nest. Hi, <coughs> thank you all. a pigeon named Crow A pigeon named Crow Liars, happy little smiling thieves, always in their Sunday best. Living in a traveling show that maps the truth and travels nowhere. No one stirs here but a pigeon named Crow. A pigeon named Crow. Nikki Jane with Pigeon Named Crow. Before that, we had Rasputina with 1816, The Year Without a Summer. And starting off our set was Paul Roland with What Will Become of Me. Once upon a time in fairy tales and lullabies, they warned us about the devil in disguise. Someone once said evil lives in the woods. Evil lives in the woods So boy, you better be good Or else they come from the woods Or else they come from the woods The darkness 
darkness falls under the stars so bright Ghost stories told to give children fright Something is crawling from out of the woods Yeah, from out of the woods Oh Lord, I know it ain't good When they come from the woods When they come from the woods Shadows dance there on my bedroom wall They point and laugh into my mind They crawl Something is creeping under my skin Oh, under my skin Every voice is saying let it begin Into the dark of night The moon is gone So there will be no light Something is growing under my skin Down under my skin Feeding on pleasure and sin Let the devil in Let the devil
So some people go to church just to signify Trying to get a date with the neighbor's wife But listen to me, brother, sure as you're born You'd better leave that woman alone Because one of these days you mark my word You think that brother is going to work You're going to come up and knock on the door That's all, brother, you're not no more You may run on for a long time Stop it, God, let me tell you the news My head got wet in the midnight dew I've been down on my bending knees Talking to the man from Galilee Lord, he spoke, he spoke so sweet I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet He placed one hand upon my head Great God, I'm out of let me tell you what he said Don't be. Well, the insurance man is getting cold. 
That's Son of a Dave with Gimme a Doctor. Before that, we had The Blind Boys of Alabama with Run On for a Long Time. And starting off our set was The Magnificent Seven with They Came from the Woods. Two men red and twelve men white And we five sisters along for the flight Spinning a quilt on a loom Oh, 
All who fetch me some cocoa beans I will, I will I just woke up from a dream Sipping chocolate milk And who fetch me my heavy cream I will, I will I just woke up from a dream Sipping chocolate milk All blowing bubbles Through my straw Oops, I spilled chocolate milk All of you honey Who fetch me my limousine
but try not to get flustered. I'm still as keen as mustard. Oh, I just want to form up your custard. Serve it in the bowl for two. I just want to form up your custard. And maybe try with, maybe just a little bit. Maybe try with you. That's podcast favorite biscuit head and the biscuit badgers one of our one of the people on our list uh with the custard song before that we had the two-man gentleman band with chocolate milk and starting off our set was american murder song with the five sisters
Year after year, though every dream of a pony would end in tears, the cake was lit, and as you blew the candles out, your heart refilled, and every year your dream was killed. It may take an ocean of whiskey and time to wash all of the lead down out of your mind, and this may not be the thing you requested, but to all your prayers All this time Interested agents have been bands they might be giants with answer before that we had adam ant with prince charming and starting off our set was oni defranco with worthy the owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea green boat they took some honey and plenty of money wrapped up in a five-pound note. The owl looked up to the stars above and sang to 
music. Do I look bothered? Oh, you are awful, but I like you. Ned Wasp Radio. Driving home, I see those flooded fields. How can people not know? with Fox Confessor Brings the Flood. Before that, we had Megan Jean in the KFB with Big Bad Wolf. And starting off our set was the Jin Rebellion and their version of the Owl and the Pussycat. Drop of poison Nobody knows They're lining up to go insane I'm all alone I smoke my friends down to the filter But I feel much cleaner after it rains And she left in the fall That's a picture on the wall She always had that little drop of poison 
the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no more. The ship in the bottle, the fall to the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no more. The ship in the bottle, the fall to the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no more. The ship, the, the bottle, ship, the, the bottle, the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no more. The ship's in the bottle, the fall to the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no more. The ship in the bottle, the fall to the floor. I take a sip from the bottle and the ship's no Waiting any longer. Giving up on his 
talked about before with Walter Sickert and the Army of Broken Toys, Don't Come Around Here No More. Before that, we had the Luminescent Orchestra with T. And starting off our sets was Tom Waits with Little Drop of Poison. Singing it and it's straightened out her hair. 
She don't talk at all right now. She just stands in the space. Don't go down to the woods tonight. Who knows what you will find? It might not want your body, but it's sure to take your mind. To Mad Wasp Radio. Well, I am trying to bore tiny holes in your head with my eyes. Oh, look what a surprise it hasn't worked. Oh, wait, it was just a crack of the light. And I'm beaten by refraction once again.
into the fold. And they called me a hero. And they called me a patriot of the new nation. And they said that now, 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 I can set aside my father's gun. And lie down on the little land. And I try. Every time, every time I stayed in those dull, stupid, trusting eyes. Uh, it's just sharpened my Before that, we had Mighty Tiny with Fuel for the Stars, and starting off our set was Hell Blinky with Don't Go Down to the Woods Tonight. From time that he was only three, a bright young boy named Timothy had big ambitions that changed the world. A genius and philanthropist, he'd made quite an extensive list of new designs waiting to be unfurled. Well, he spent his life creating things like special shoes that bounced on springs and toasters that made barbecue pork rinds. But though his inventions all were great, it seemed that he had yet to make the one to truly benefit mankind. But one foggy morning, he noticed a cop eating some donuts in a coffee shop. He slurped out the insides of his pastry Timothy was struck with his best idea It's incredible jelly donut juicer It can bring so many people joy Just toss in a donut, turn it off And now comes that delicious cloud A treat for any little girl or boy When he had built his prototype He had sincerely hoped it might get noticed At the 29 World's Fair Drew a crowd around his booth of folks who had a big sweet tooth From Boston cream to lengthy French eclairs Well soon he made the front page news The world demanded donut juice And everybody wanted his machine The world became obsessed and crazed with siphoning Their jelly glaze, the best phenomenon you'd ever see And when 
and you displayed it at a science fair A man from a large academy was there He took just one taste and widened his eyes and said Son, we're giving you the Nobel Prize It's incredible jelly donut juicer It can bring so many people joy Just toss in a donut, turn it off And now comes that delicious glow A treat for any little girl or boy It comes at a price And though his intentions and dreams were nice The calorie count was just too high And made everybody grow big and wide Crush the incredible jelly donut juicer It can make so many people fat By guzzling down that tasty glob The people turn to massive bobs So Timothy's invention then was scrapped but he went back home to start again from scratch Back to the old drawing board Hey little girl, you look so nice In that pretty red dress with those pretty black eyes Hello Mr. Wolf, well what a surprise To find you here so deep in the night My dear little girl, what's the rush? How about supper?
Necromantics with Mama Don't Allow. Before that, we had The Real Tuesday Weld with me and Mr. Wolf. And starting off our set was The Cog is Dead featuring Steam Power Giraffe with the incredible Jelly Donut Juicer. Bugle sang, saddening the evening air. And bugles answered, sorrowful to hear. (laughs) 
voices of boys were by the riverside. Sleep mothered them and left the twilight sad. The shadow of the morrow weighed on men. Voices of old despondency resigned. Bowed by the shadow of the morrow, slept dying tone of receding voices that will not return. wailing of the high, far-travelling shells, and the deep cursing of the provoking. The monstrous anger of the taciturn guns. The majesty of the insults of their mouths. old beggars under sacks. Knock-kneed coughing like hags we curse through sludge. Till on the haunting flares we turned our backs and towards our distant rest began to trudge. Men marched to sleep Many had lost their boots, but limped on, bloodshod, all went lame, all blind, drunk with fatigue, deaf even to the hoots of tired, outstripped five nines that drooped behind. Gas, gas, quick boys, an ecstasy of fumbling fitting the clumsy helmets just in time. But someone still was yelling out and stumbling and floundering like a man in fire or lime, dim through the misty panes and thick green light, as under green sea I saw him drowning in all my dreams before my helpless sight he plunges at me guttering choking drowning if in some smothering dreams you too could pace behind the wagon that we flung him in white eyes writhing in his face, his hanging face, like a devil's sick of sin. If you could hear at every jolt the blood come gargling from the froth-corrupted lungs, obscene as cancer, bitter as the cud, a vile, incurable sores on innocent tongues.
my friend, you would not tell with such high zest. To children, ardent for some desperate glory, the old lie. Dulce decorum est, pro patria mori. Dulce decorum est, pro patria mori. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. It is sweet and right to die for your country. Dulce et decorum est pro patria mori. Lady Addercup, what is your favorite fairy tale? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like, do you have have a story or a book or t- that, that just, you like, like lives in my soul? That yeah, and that you like. I don't know, made your mom read, your mom and dad read to you a bunch when you were a kid or that you read a lot over and over uh, again or may you, uh, I mean, maybe it, maybe it's a, maybe it was a movie or a cartoon that you watched obsessively. I was obsessed with the never ending, st- well, I was obsessed with the never ending story and Lord of the Rings. Okay. The, neither of these are surprising, no. uh, but neither of those are really fairy tales. Um, I do like fairy tales. I do like that they're like terrible and grim and horrible. Oh, uh, ooh, I don't know. Do you have one? Oh, um, when I was a when I was a young when I was a young Emmett, I mm-hmm. liked to collect sci-fi and fantasy stories that were uh, female centric. Uh huh. And so one of my favorites that I absolutely loved would be Robin McKinley's uh, Hero and the Crown and the Blue Sword were the two, which I count as fairy tales. Oh, okay. I mean, they're not. They're, they're fantasy. <laughs> I mean, they weren't like a grim fairy tale, but, but, I, but I think of them as being fairy tales. Um, I also had, as a kid... Uh, uh, Snow White and and East of the Moon, East of the Moon, something of the West of the Sun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They were Mercer Mayer did the artwork for them. Um, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and so I liked I, those. I I remember really enjoying the original Snow White Rose Red. Oh yeah. Like, oh oh yeah. Tale. Um, I also <laughs> Jane Jane Yolen did a really nice rendition version of of Snow White and Rose oh. Red that I enjoyed immensely. Uh, I also like the story of Tatterhood, Ooh, which yes. was the, the giant girl spoon that was hidden. Yeah, she used a giant spoon. 
Yes. Uh, to yeah, to and smack also... trolls. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get them trolls, girl. Uh, <laughs> and this is, this explains, but, but neither of those, neither of those uh, took up my psyche quite as uh, extensively oh, as the tale of Bluebeard. Oh. And if you remember, Bluebeard yes. is the guy that murdered all his wives and yeah. one wife's like escapes. I don't know why that, that story sat in my psyche for a really long time as a kid. That is... Uh, so in case you're wondering if anxiety is hereditary or something you develop over time, and some of us it is, it is hereditary. <laughs> why is... Wow, Bluebeard, I mean, really? Okay. Yes, because I, I, I was the kid that was that was terrified of when I was a little kid, I was super scared of uh, vampires and werewolves because okay. they were monsters that looked like people. Yes. Okay. And so Bluebeard kind of like, like, you know, fits into that same mold. It's a monster yeah. that looks like a person. And then it, not surprisingly, as I grew up and I'm like, well, vampires and werewolves aren't real, but serial killers are. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. And, uh, yeah. And this is why I watch a lot of horror movies and, and listen and read and watch a lot of true crime documentaries because um, learning about something obsessively feel, makes me feel like I have some level of control over the uncontrollable. Oh, see, and I and thought, yes. and once I, again, and in case you're wondering if anxiety is a hereditary thing, I thought for sure you were gonna go like with the Susan Cooper, Grey King is Rising or something. But oh no, those were my oh yes, those were some of my favorite. The Dark is Rising series Dark is one of my rising, favorite yeah. series of all time. We all know that because we have heard me talk about the movie. Um, yes, but I don't necessarily consider those fairy tales. Uh, that that's I mean to me that that's more urban fantasy. Well, it's like Arthurian it legend, the modern. Yeah, but. It, it, and if we're counting, and I don't, I almost, I also don't think of necessarily like King Arthur as a fairy tale so much as a legend. They operate, they, they exist in different, uh, in different kind of like. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to go extremely fairy tale, then yes, uh, Snow White and Rose Red is probably one of my favorites. Sisters, you know, that don't get along, <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're, but they're get along. Sisters. They're weird. They're weirdo. Weirdo sisters homeschooled by their weird mom. Uh, I can see why that appealed to you. I think, yeah, I don't. One is dark. One is fair. One is told that they are pretty constantly. The other one is told that they're smart. You know, you know, it's a thing that I don't know why I feel drawn to it, but I was drawn to it. Familiarity there. Yeah. Uh, also, also the, isn't the original ending of Snow White, or not Snow White, uh, Cinderella, that the stepmother has to be put in iron shoes and dances until she's dead? Yes, yeah, and also yeah. the that the, the stepsisters uh, have to cut off their feet. Their toes, they cut. Their one toes. of them cuts off their toes because their foot is too long, right. and then one of them yeah. cuts off the sides because yeah, because or the their heel foot, or something. Yeah, because their foot is too wide. Yeah, and so the, the stepsisters mutilate their feet to try to get into that glass slipper, yeah. which must have been a beautiful, beautiful. sight. Yeah. Blah. And yeah. then the stepmother is uh, forced to dance in yes. red hot yeah. iron yeah. shoes that have been heated in a forge. I also have to admit that when I was in college, uh, I wrote several papers about fairy tales 
because um, my my area of study was mythology and um, classics, and so I did several papers uh, about the fact that uh, fairy tales were propaganda to oh yeah to essentially what uh lull lull females into a sense of of domesticity and um various other you know yeah. see what happens when you don't fit into society's norms that uh in gender roles yeah. you have to put on red hot shoes and dance until you die yes or or the fact that with that you are taught that a beast can be tamed and turned into a oh, prince God, yeah. if you use beauty and the beast as a reference and and various other things so yeah so i yeah i wrote papers about about all that stuff i really wanted to be <laughs> i really wanted to be like the next joseph campbell to be fair less problematic joseph yes, campbell yes less problematic the only thing I is, is so that I read. I I, I like the re. The only thing is that I discovered that I liked the research and reading the things, but I really hated writing the papers. <laughs> I liked thinking about the thing and researching the thing, and I liked talking about the thing, but I didn't. The thing, but I didn't want to write a. Yeah, but then I didn't really enjoy the writing the paper about the thing. That was the part that. Ugh. And that's what happens when you're homeschooled. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. know what my excuse is. I just like looking stuff might... up on the internet. <laughs> I mean, that just might have been me. I don't know. And being a know-it-all. Yes. That's my favorite. It's like, well, I know a thing about that. It's like, yes, I have recently, I had just finished beauty school and I got very excited to tell somebody in the salon the other day exactly how chemical lighteners you know, lighten oh. your hair. And I was like, oh, let me tell you about did those you, persulfates and what happens when they get in did, the, into did the you, cortex of your hair. Did you go a little too long on that? I went entirely too long. You know me well. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. But I was very excited. And I, but I did preface it after going far longer than anyone had any interest in. And then going, I'm just very excited that I knew the answer to this question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, if you want to know about how relaxers work, ask me. I'll be over no. at the front desk. No, <laughs> No one does. No one wants to know. But thank you. But I do know. I know. And I will forget this sooner or later. So come ask me while the knowledge is fresh. It will never it will never come up again. You will take your test. You will take your test and then you will be done. Forget it forever. Because it will never come up because you will work in a salon that does not use it. Or or it will be one of those things that just lives in my head forever, as certain things do. Oh yeah, that is true. I you do know, have just, hmm. I do have a I do have a weird plethora of knowledge that just every now and then it just pops up in my head and I'm like, How did I know that? Oh, because I read that once and for some reason it has just the color scheme mentioned by name in a streetcar named Desire. I still remember. <laughs> No, no, no one wants to know this, but I, but I know it. I could tell you, it was twenty years ago, Nicole. Let it go. It only, it comes up in trivia every now and then. It's gonna it be never come up in trivia. I have never had a moment to shine. Oh. What was the name of that Van Gogh painting named? Drop named in the streetcar named Desire. I know this. I know this. Was it Starry was Starry Night? Cafe. No, it was the Night Cafe. Oh, Night Cafe. It's the one with the the pool table. It's all in. Oh, reds and green. yeah. Yeah, no, that's, again, 
Never even made it to... It's too obscure for friggin' Jeopardy. It'll it'll happen one day. Someday. 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 Someone will ask me about it. It's a random man on the street. You there, woman, do you know what the name of the Van Gogh painting... The Van Gogh... Because he'll, he'll Of course he will. The Van Gogh painting mentioned by name in a streetcar named Desiris? <laughs> Why, yes, my good sir. And then you'll and, and then we'll fight to the death. Yes, or you will for, have forgotten completely because someone has actually asked you, and you will go, "Oh my god, uh, I, know I have, one. I have known it for a thousand years, and now that you have asked, known this answer these past eighty years. Because now that you asked me in this the twilight of my life, I've forgotten. And then he beheads me, and he becomes the Highlander." I don't know where I'm and so that's, tired. And that's and that's how fairy tales begin. And <laughs> I think I feel like tales. that on that note, it's it's a good time to 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 say toodaloo. If you like this thing we do, this clockwork of cabarets, you can help support it. Just head over to agonyaltstudios.com. And there you will find our Patreon, our PayPal, our coffee, our email. You'll find all the things and where you can follow Emmett and I on social media. because uh, we're there. Sometimes we've both been kind of not been on it a lot because the world is a lot sometimes. He's a little lonely. <laughs> but if you would like to follow us, please feel free. Uh, we always like to hear from listeners. Let us know what your tight five would be as far as albums go. It doesn't have to be for the Clockwork Cabaret, just be for you personally. Yeah, pick pick your top. Let us know who your top five mu- musicians, musical acts. Like if you were on a desert island and you were only gonna, allowed to listen to five musicians it'd be a weird island <laughs> it would be a weird island but but may, maybe like we could, limited spotify but maybe we could all be on there and then we'd have a really nice mixture of music <laughs> we'd have a great time pick five it'll be fine and with that this has been the clockwork cabaret she is lady Ettercup. mayor i'm at davenport and it's not work we do it's love <laughs> This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.